praise him till I'm gone. I'm gone. Praise him. Praise him till I'm gone. When the blazes go up, the blessings come down. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings. Before marriage, cool in the eyes of God. I've heard in the Jewish culture that when the wedding official says, you may now kiss the bride, it implies that you haven't kissed before that moment. See, physical touch actually has power. So that depth of intimacy and union is only meant for the altar and beyond to the marriage bed. In the end, don't focus on how close you can get to the line, but focus on how you and your lover can get closer to Jesus. Is fooling around. I might be in jail, I might be quarantined, I might be in some crazy situation, but I'll tell you the one thing I'm doing this season, forgetting the things that are behind me, I am pressing forward to the things. Worn Out Bible is a transformed spirit. Worn Out Bible is a transformed spirit. 2019 Rewind. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? 609 online. Back in action. Yeah, so good to see you guys. Here we are. See the 609. These lights are bright today. They are very bright today. I, I love them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't. I can't see the screen. Hopefully the it makes you look good. So Yeah, probably makes you... Oh, I've been getting tan lately, working in the yard, so... You know, I had three people ask me if I've been tanning. I went to Idaho, and I was in the sun for, like, a day. Well, yeah, everyone <laughs> so, else is stuck so, inside. So, so I tan up pretty good, I guess, one, yeah. one day. Yeah. Well, I'm not Mexican, but Steve McConnell loves to ask me if I'm Mexican. So, just saying, Steve, come on, man. <laughs> hey, I know I get tan. I just want to shout out to everyone who uh, is on right now. Thank you for being part of 609. We're going on week 10, and there's been a faithful crowd that comes and watches every week, and we just want to say we love you, and we pray for you guys, and we're just excited to uh, walk out this uh, reintroduction time. What, what, what do we call it? Reopening? Re, is it reopening? Yeah, I don't know. What What do you call it when you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. We yeah. walk by faith, not by sight, and so we're just going to continue to do that. We yeah, can't but... wait to reopen or reconvene or whatever you want to re, re-up, recall it. Yeah, well, we're allowed to meet uh, for prayer services, so every Saturday at 2, you can come with your family, and we uh, you, we can all be in the parking lot together, and then we uh, last week, I drove around, and... Um, and we found a homeless guy. We gave him a bag of food. We prayed for him, and uh, and then we drove when we parked over at the mall and we prayed at the mall. It was it was really a good time. Yeah. Um. So that's how we're doing church together. But I think the church is gonna or the the government's gonna let us start eventually meeting in groups of five. Yeah, I think groups so, of five and hopefully ten. And so that's why we're we're starting up our D groups. Eventually fifty too. Yeah. I think it's phase three, which is quite a ways out there but yeah you know so youth group's a little closer in sight than uh than main service yeah so so staying connected here is going to help you be plugged right in when we get back so be be connected but those saturday services are so fun make sure you come because i walked around the whole parking lot looking for youth and i only saw a few faces so i hope to see you guys there on on saturday hey can i just shout out to my kids i miss you love you guys i know you're in idaho kinsey you're a strong woman of god samuel you're a strong man of god and uh, Nick every week has to shout out to 
Shout out to Ellie. That's I love right, you, Ellie. I love you, Nolan. And shout out to my wonderful wife, Ashley, who's on here right now. If you want to talk to her, you can type her a message. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to all the D groups. Hey, if you're plugged in a D group, keep it up. Just keep coming. Hey, if you're not plugged in a D group and you're like, what is that D group you speak of? Uh, we meet together on Zoom and we talk about what we preach on. We pray for each other. We encourage each other. Um, it, you know, I'm reminded when we go to camp and then we do those testimonies afterwards and people go up and they say, oh, the best part of camp. And you hear it as a youth pastor, you hear it over and over. Cabin time. Oh, during cabin time. Oh, yeah. during cabin time. And so, like, that's kind of like what a D group is. It's a group of people who are going to meet together and be able to pray for one another and further walk out this 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 walk with Jesus together. So Yeah. And, you know, we, we've been going through the Illuminate series, so I think this has a lot to do with illuminating your life. Yes. You know, we talked about accountability. So this will get you into a group that will keep you in that accountability. Fellowship. We're talking about fellowship. Fellowship, yeah. Prayer. You're going to pray together. Prayer. Yep. You're going to probably worship together, which we're going to talk about today. Um, so, yeah, it's... it's D groups are going to be the future of youth, um, yes. especially for right now. So be ready um, for those. If you're not plugged in, get plugged in because that is of the utmost importance right now. Um, but I did want to give a shout out to my J High leaders. And I'm sure Jared wants to shout out to his high school leaders because you guys shout are out. amazing. You guys run the D groups. You guys are just hands down. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you guys for all your hard work. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for the intro. You got anything else? Oh man, I don't know. Oh, um, oh, we have a, we have tonight. We have an ignite gathering. That's right. Oh yeah. I think. Oh yeah. Hey, before we get started, we just want to say like, today, like Nick said, we are going to be preaching about worship. So we've got a couple of videos prepared for you. But before we show you those videos, we wanted to tell you that you should get prepared to worship today because yes, for the first time ever. Not ever. For the first time ever in 609 history, <laughs> we're actually going to do worship, but we're not going to do it on this streaming. You'll have to click out and go to the main Northwest Church webpage where the Ignite Gathering is. Youth are going to be leading worship for Ignite. So we want you to find a space that that means you're going to get your headphones, going to walk, shut your room, the, the door to your bedroom, or maybe your whole family is willing to worship together. You know, that you would actually take some time and you would worship God and uh, and really go at it today because we're going to talk about worship then we're going to do it. Yeah, amen. I'm excited. Yeah. So with that, we're going to take you to the video and then we will... Uh... <laughs> oh man, I still got shaving cream in my ears. Oh, jeez Louise. I took a shower, yeah. but I had a lot in my, yeah. my you know, You know what? We got like 3XL uh, hazmat suit and I bent over and it still ripped the crotch out. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, like, I was like, really? I was like, man, you gotta be kidding me. Well, I look like the yeah. Michelin man, so I mean, what? <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Uh, but junior high, y'all won that game. Um, you know, I just, they said left foot yellow and down I went. And just... I went with him, but. <laughs> I was hold, I held up a little bit longer, <laughs> a little bit longer. I flew off the mat. I don't even know if you can see it all the way, uh, but I felt it. But yeah, so we actually have another video for you guys, um, and it's from. We're hoping you guys. We didn't get enough videos from the youth, um, so we're we actually have some great videos from some Northwest Church staff and volunteers. We have a video. Here it comes. Samuel Francison, and we have a question for you. Um, uh, Samuel. Yeah. What is your favorite worship song and why? 
Um, my favorite worship song is, I don't know, um, the Breath in My Lungs song, because I really like that song. Yeah. Favorite worship leader or band? I like Jandy. <laughs> she has a good voice. Is that Jandy Love? It is. <gasps> it's such a pleasure to see you. Well, nice to see you too. <clears throat> um, how can I help you? Actually, I have some questions I'd love to ask. I just need quick responses. Like, what is your favorite worship song and why? Oh, so this is like rapid fire. Go. Okay. Uh, the pressure. Um, my favorite worship song, uh, probably Heart of Worship, because that was the first song I ever learned on guitar, and I would sing it and play it all the time when I was little. Mm. And who's your favorite worship leader, or band? <sighs> That's a tough one. Um, really any worship leader that really goes after it, like Jen Johnson, or Taya from Hillsong, they're both really solid ladies. She's like, what do you want, baby? I'm styling in my mask for Jesus. I'm robbing the bank and going to the grocery store because it it is so cool. It's a COVID mask, you see. It makes me look better. How about you? Let me see your mask on, baby. Okay. What's your favorite worship song and why? My favorite worship song is... I don't know what my favorite worship song is. I think any, I have several songs that I love and it's all songs that really point to Jesus and release the presence of the Lord. And the worship that I like is those songs that are in depth that declare his goodness and his glory and release the presence and power of the Lord. I love to eat concrete and that's when the weight of God comes as we worship him. Let's do it together. Hey, we're back. Oh, that's so good from Jandy and, and Scott. I'm so glad that they hopped on and, and wanted to join us. Man, Scott is, is funny. He's funny. He's a funny guy. He's funny. So we're we're into the, the best part of the of the night, right? We're going into the Word. The Word! The Word, yes. A Bible! Where's your Word? My Word. We'll be right back. While he gets his Bible, let me just say that, yes, a worn-out Bible is a transformed spirit. And no takers are world changers. So, but can I just say that, you know, I've been reading this Bible and I had this commitment that I was just going to use a pencil for the first year, no highlighters, and then next year I would highlight. And so then I, I would have like a layer of different like things and notes in my Bible. I couldn't find a pencil anywhere for like three days. I showed up here at the church and the pencil there was. My pencil that I've had in my journal for like months and months. Just I was like, right oh, there. my pencil! So I have like three pages of highlights. That's so, good. Yeah. Yeah, but, I actually don't touch my Bible. Never, I, never I highlight. I don't highlight, I don't write. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I know, I, I I get your, your... I write I write all over my Bible. Look at that. Worn out Bible is a transformed spirit. And it gets some wear and tear from going in and out of the backpack and in my hands mm -hmm. and flipping pages. Mm -hmm. And I love the notes, but I keep my notes actually in my journal. Um, no, I know I take notes and I and I journal too, but I, but having the highlights, I, I just I gotta mark. So it up. so what I do what I do highlight is my Bible app. So the U version Bible app. So those of you who have that, I know Wyatt has it, Azariah, Judah. I know you guys have it because I'm your friend on there. So if you guys have it, 
go ahead and add me because I, I highlight stuff on there all the time. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll highlight something that the Lord kind of put on my heart. So so if you guys want to want to see that um, and you want to be friends, version's a great way to do that. Um, I've actually advised some of the Jihad leaders to, to get that and add you guys. So Yeah, but we it, all love version. But yeah, yeah, version's great. That's where I, that's where I do my highlighting. I just can't can't touch my Bible for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Got to keep it precious. Um, so, but the word, I'm excited about the word because because it's on worship, right? And and worship doesn't just have to do with you know singing or that's holding right. your hands up or or putting money to to into the tithe offering, right? It's it's worship is what we give God, right? And and so what I wanted to go over is is Webster, Miriam Webster's definition of worship. And so I wrote this down, and one of the definitions is to honor or show reverence for a divine being or supernatural power, and the other is to regard with a great or extravagant respect, honor, or devotion um, regarding, you know, celebrities, athletes, you know, the big stage stuff, the nouns, the things, video games, phones, Instagram, stuff like that, you know. So those are the two things that we could worship, right? Webster actually says there's two things to worship. And and the Lord actually points us points us the other way, but but you know what what do you what does worship mean to you, Jared? Oh man. If you didn't know, I I've I've uh, I've been a worshiper my whole life, man. I, I can remember being a little kid and, and being in church and, and singing songs and, and just just loving worship, you know, like the presence of God shows up and it's different than because like, I've been to concerts, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's not the same. You know, there's yeah. there's entertainment and there there's music and then there's worship. Like it says God inhabits the praises of his people and, and that's what makes it different. Like you don't know that when you're when you're growing up, but like there's not and I, and I love personal worship. Like I have a, had a season where I went through and just worshiped God alone and I wasn't really plugged in serving like on worship teams or anything, but um and, and that was rich and, and I never give that that season up. But I love being together with people and worshiping. There's just like and even as a worship leader, like when you you know, like before we had in ears, right? Monitors, yeah. we had monitors on the floor. The best part of worship for me was when you could hear all the people in the room like singing and worshiping God. It's just yeah. like a sweet aroma. It just like it like it would always bless me because like their worship to God, like like I felt it. And yeah. it was just powerful experience for me. And so that that was always like one of my favorite things about worship, especially as a worship leader to uh to hear other people worship out loud and even when i'm on small settings and we're just playing and singing like you know like hearing people worship that that blessed me and you know my dad my dad i love my dad he can't you know he's kind of tone deaf but like he blessed me growing up because he would always sing (laughs) and i heard him worship and it wasn't because my dad could carry a tune but it was because he loved Jesus and he just gave it all to Jesus mm-hmm. and, and so blessed. You know, I just I just love worship. That's good. Yeah. So so I'm kind of getting from this that worship to you is like, isn't necessarily just one thing, but it's actually like, the environment of creating, the, the cultivating presence of the Lord. It doesn't sure. have to do with one particular way. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's it, just creating that presence. Yeah, and it's not necessarily about like being at a church building to worship either. You mm-hmm. know, or even music. Like yeah. Like music's always like worship usually has music, Mm -hmm. but it also had in the Old Testament had dancers, they had flaggers, they had trumpets, they would chant things, you know, they their 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 sacrifice 
was there was a, it was all the commandments of God to do sacrifice and everything that was worship. Yeah. Like their prayer lives and everything they did that was worship. Giving to God was worship. Like yeah. so our lives are worship. Yeah. You know, when we say worship today in our Christian context, a lot of times we think at church when they're playing the music before the the preacher gets up and yes. talks. We think worship. And we, we say it that way too. Like that's a noun. Like, oh, yeah, or, you know, yeah, going to worship, you mm -hmm. know, and so I think we get confused. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think worship in like the modern day Christian sense is only music. Like if you were to talk, say worship. If you were to say, hey, give me a sermon on worship, you'd only talk the music because that's kind of the contemporary idea. Is music, worship is music, but worship is devotion, just like we worked on the Devoted series, right? It actually says it's a devotion to the Lord. And so actually Luke 4 in specific says in Luke 4, 8, um, and it says, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. And that's Jesus talking, right? And he's also referring to what was already written in the Old Testament, right? We should worship the Lord, our God, and serve him only. Yeah. And so that, that puts into context that Merriam-Webster's second definition of worship is of the flesh, right? And it, it, it clearly points to regarding with greater extravagant respect, honor, or devotion to a celebrity or to any noun, anything, it, it's, it falls short of what God is asking us to do, right? It's, he's asking us to live in worship of only Him. And I just think that's just such a, such a powerful scripture, and it, and it makes you think of, of how, how do we worship only Him, you know? Like, yeah. what, what do we do? And that's, that's where music comes into play. That's yeah, one yeah. way we can worship Him. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to some youth just recently this week, and um, we were talking about, like, the, the generation, uh, like, there's an idol in Gen Z's generation that's like uh, significance, yeah, and um, and I preached on it one time, and I had some people like just quit coming to youth group. I think because I kind of went after social media. Not that I think social media is bad, but I think there's an idol in, in in this generation that wasn't in like your generation or my generation that 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 said you have to be significant. Like come worship me. Like significant. An idol deserves an idol is like something you worshipped, right? Yeah. You, you, and um, and so it's like that. You know, you can't have a divided heart. Like, Jesus won't let us have a divided heart. You can't worship, you know, both God and money. You can't worship significance and Jesus, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that's something that just, whether you worship it or not in, in this generation, it's 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 calling to you, saying, you know, you need to be um, significant. Like, you yeah. know, like not necessarily that, that being, doing important, or, you know, accomplishing things is bad, you know. No, like, not at all. God can help us accomplish great things and, and, and um, but I think there's this lie about significance and there's this idol out there that, that wants you to worship him. And absolutely. So I don't know, that's totally off topic, but it's kind of about worship. Like what do we, because, because when we yeah. spend our money, our time, our effort, when we pour those things into something like, you know, social media and well, it's and, good. Like what's the glory for, right? Yeah. Is it for God or is it for you? Yeah. If it's for you, then you have your heart on the wrong, yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah, but that's worship, right? Yeah, we wouldn't think we wouldn't think time is something we can worship with. Yeah, that's directly but, related to worship. But right? like, it's so easy to spend hours on social media, and maybe it started off as something fun and for the right purposes, and maybe we were engaging people because, like, I know, I like, I go on there and I try to engage people and and like talk about Jesus or do something, but then it's so easy just to get sucked into it. 
Yeah. And that's something separate. But then if you completely are immersed in it, then I think there's this, this lie that you have to be significant. And if you don't find significance in, you know, people liking your posts or, or, or whatever it is, then I, you know, we see it so many times where people get addicted to their phones and they get addicted to this thing. And then now if someone doesn't validate me, then, you know, then they actually, that's part of their identity and they struggle yeah. with like feeling significant themselves because that's what that idol does. It actually lies to you and then steals your identity. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. because that, because you don't even think you're worshiping it. Oh, I'm just on my phone, you know, you know, I'm just entertaining myself or whatever, but, but it's like a slow thing yeah, that just... can creep in and twist your, your, your mind. And, uh, and, and then you come to worship God and you can't, you can't get off your phone in the middle of worship yeah. because it's like a battle. Do I worship Jesus or do like, I, I need to be on my phone. Like when you wake up, what's the first thing do you do? Do you say the name of Jesus when you wake up or do you check your feed? You know, I'm like, like what is it? You know, like, True. like, you know, what, cause I, I'm, I'm just saying like, honest, I wake up, my phone's there. I've had the, the temptation to get on and, and automatically go. And I have to say, no, I'm going to choose to worship you this morning, Jesus, and mm -hmm. say the name of Jesus when I wake up and then go spend some time with him. And, you know, if I don't do that, then it's so easy for me to fall into a trap, you know? So, yeah. No, that's that's good. Now we were we were just reading in the Bible study this morning about the snare yeah. that, that they fell into, or he, he fell into, right? In Judges. Yeah, in Judges. Yeah. Yep. Um, so many scriptures. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, but like, how how can we worship? Right? You're talking about like we got a phone, we got all this stuff. Well, like the Bible tells us how to worship. I think in Judges that we're reading right now, if you guys are in the Bible plan, you should be. Judges talks continuously about how. We make mistakes, and the Lord puts us into this pit of misery only to know that we'll call on Him to save us and then delivers us again and again and again because His grace is so good. And yeah. I think Judges just shows that reflection of like, as soon as the the people of Israel went out of worship, bad things would happen, right? They'd worship Baal. They'd worship, they'd worship you know, idols. And that's when God would subject them into... And, and, you know, the New Testament is different, so I'm not preaching that that's how it works. If we worship the wrong things, God's not gracious right now, right? But I'm trying to give the example of if God's grace is in the Word all the way through and through. And it's through what we worship, and that's how He's going to treat us, you know? And, mm, and we must good. worship Him. Um, but, the, but that's not the only example. The Bible gives us much more. And, and so one, one example is, you know, we were created with, with our mouths in, in Genesis. We were created with... With the ability to sing, to we have vocal cords, we can they vibrate together to create a beautiful noise. Right, we are given this talent, and I think what's the purpose of it if we're not going to use it to worship who gave yeah. it to us? And I and I think that's that's such a vital concept of like who gave us the things we have. And we'll, yeah, like without without we, we sing that one song. It's your breath in our lungs. Yeah. So we pour out our praise. Yeah. We pour out our praise. It's your breath. Like, he gave us breath. Yeah, the breath know? of God. Right? Yeah. We talked about yeah. it earlier in yeah. Illuminate. You know, so the Lord's given us breath. We should give it back by speaking to him, by giving him the praise and the worship for giving us that breath. And I think it's just so so powerful that we, we understand that it's yeah. his and not ours. Yeah. Um, and that's why Luke 4, 8, you know, it says, serve him only. Yeah. Um, because he created us and that's who... That's who deserves our worship. He actually deserves it. We don't we we don't deserve the love he gave us. Come on. But he deserves the love that yeah. we should give back to him. That's good. And so but yeah, um
but there's more examples. You know, 2 Chronicles 29, 28, and then Psalm 102. Um, Psalms 100, verse 2 says, Ask for us to worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful song. You know, like... God wants us to sing to him, you know. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we have been reading through the Bible, the Old Testament, you know, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. Now we're in Judges finally. And, like, every time something, like, significant happens, like, they would stop and sing a song. Yep. Like, uh, I think the last one just happened, De Deborah, the judge Deborah. She stopped and she just, like, there's, like, two pages of, like, this song. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's all throughout the Old Testament. They would stop when something happened, and they would write a song and sing a new song to the Lord. You know, and, uh, that reminds me back with Josh in the book of Joshua. They, yeah. they, crossed the, their, yeah, they crossed the river, and then they put stones. Yeah. They built a, a memorial of stones for the tribes of Israel to worship God. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's Building ways. something, yeah. Just right when the Lord gives them something, they worship Him. They, they stop yeah. and they give praise. David did the same thing, you yeah. know, all throughout. The, oh, yeah. All the prophets did the same thing. And why were they prophets? Why were they blessed? Because they worshipped God. Hmm. Um, That's good. But yeah, you know, sing joyful songs. We were given his breath. Sing it. Yeah. Don't, don't hold it back. And it might be awkward at first, but, you know, it's it's going to f fulfill that, that need, that desire in our hearts. Um, yeah, it said if we don't, that the rocks would cry out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like like God has to be worshipped. You know, he deserves it. And if we don't do it, the rocks will cry out. Yeah, that's, so. that's so good. I mean, that's true. He created he created everything. So it's just like, yeah. how do you fathom not being worshipped when you created everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's like this. It's like if you were, if you built your, well, we're both fathers, right, in our house. And if we give everything to our kids, but they give us no respect back, how would that, how does that feel in return, right? And so the Lord's the same way, right? He's the, he's the good, good, good father, and he, he's given us everything. But what are we giving back to him? Yeah. Um, and so I just, God's so beautiful, and, and I'm so, I get so excited to worship him. Yeah. I think actually last night at 12 o'clock at night, I think I was just worshiping him, singing Living Sacrifice. I don't know why, I just <laughs> came into my heart, and I wanted to worship God yeah. just because that's how good he is, and he's yeah. always there. Um, but, you know, we don't always have to sing to to worship God, you know, during worship sets or during just the memorial stacks mm -hmm. or after God does something good in our life, we can we can actually worship with our physical posture too. Yeah. So the way we present our bodies, the way we present mm -hmm. ourselves as an offering to the Lord. Um, and so sometimes sometimes we don't really feel comfortable singing. So like, mm -hmm. why would I sing? Like I don't I don't know. When I first came here at North to Northwest Church, I was 18 years old and I went into the sanctuary and. Everybody was singing worship, and their hands were all raised, and I was like, these guys are nuts. <laughs> like, literally, I was like, there's no way. I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't just open my yeah. mouth and sing. I had this super fleshly grip on me that I wasn't worthy enough to open my voice and sing to the Most High. And, yeah. and it was just so awkward. I don't know. Have you, did you have that experience, anything like that? No, man, I grew up in the church, so I saw people in Pentecostal church, too. So, like, we had the women who had, like, the tambourines and the streamers, and, and they'd be dancing and doing their thing. And so that, you know, I just kind of grew up around, like, some crazy Pentecostal, yeah. like, worship stuff. So, like, that was always, like, normal at church for me. I thought it was really strange anytime I'd visit, like, a Lutheran church or, or any other church where 
like they didn't sing and they weren't free in expression and yeah. like you had to like stand up and say something and sit down and then like you uh and then you had to like recite the Lord's Prayer. I remember the first time being in a Lutheran church and everyone like started drone sounding the Lord's Prayer in like a droning sound voice, like like all together and I thought it was like a cult or like I, it just I was like, What's happening? You know, like <laughs> you know, I love that prayer. We talked about it last week, right? The yeah. Lord is my shepherd. But everyone stood up and like their hearts weren't in it. They just this is what we do when we go to church. The Lord is our shepherd. We shout it. You know, like just like repeating. I was yeah. like, What is happening? Yeah. And um it was crazy. But what? no, like I grew up around free worship, so for me, like posture was like encouraged. Yeah. You know? yeah. Our pastor used to preach and be like, if you just need to sit and be with Jesus, sit and be with Jesus. If you need to get on your face, you get on your face. You know, he'd be like, you know, and um after I had kids, you know, like, I remember it was still a Pentecostal church, but there's still some, like, like people who don't want you to be free. Yeah. And I remember it was either Kinsey or Samuel tried jumping in the aisle, and they kind of got the, like, hey, don't do that, like, type attitude from someone in worship, like, you know, and... Um, and I remember Rachel and I being really upset, like, our kids should be able to be free and dance and worship, and um, that, that was just something that happened in that time, yeah. you know. But, you know, like, God... I grew up around that. That's been in my life, just, you know, free worship. And so for me, it's been normal. But, you know, so someone you... coming from the outside, like, that's that. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine. No, I mean, it makes sense now. <laughs> I've been in the church for eight years, and it's yeah. it feels normal. Um, you know, I want I I want to go in and worship. In fact, I, I miss the time where we all worship together in the sanctuary because yeah. when you hear all of those all of that come together, the harmonious noise of, mm-hmm. of, of worshiping the Lord, it's just so powerful. And yeah. just like you were talking about in the beginning, cultivating that environment, it just, it's so powerful. And when we're all together, it's just, I miss it. I still worship on my own, but, and with my family, it's just, I miss you guys. I miss wor- worshiping with you guys. And, you and know, I'm excited we, for being it. Being at home, worshiping to the TV, you know, knowing that everyone's out there worshiping has been really difficult. Yeah. You know? Um, worshiping at home and and uh, and I I stand up and I try to get everyone in my family to stand up and they don't always stand up, um, but like trying to worship has been it's been hard yeah. at home. But um, but posture, you know, like for me, posture is important because I, you know, I'm uh, I know it's important to posture yourself before the Lord. So I have I've stood up, I've closed my eyes even, I've, I've pressed in and like I've raised my hands and I'm just trying to give Him. Because it's an audience of one, you know, and I'm just trying to like worship him and him alone, and, yeah. and 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 you know, it's not for anybody but him. And so, you know, it has been challenging at home because we don't have the atmosphere and the crowd and all of that. Yeah. But you know, when you really do worship, even when it's two or three, and, and you really give him your all, he he still shows up. Absolutely, you still feel his presence. Yeah. So. Amen. You know, in, in 2 Chronicles 29-28, the, the verse reads, The whole assembly bowed in worship while the musicians played and the trumpets sounded. And just just think for a moment. You know, there's there's musicians and there's there's a there's trumpets, right? There's there's probably flags, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff and they're they're sacrificing, they're making a sacrifice, right? They're worshiping the Lord. And and while they're worshiping the Lord, they they actually the ones who are not playing the music, the ones who are not singing the songs, the ones who are not blowing the trumpets or actually doing um, burning, doing the burn off, burnt offering, right? Those are bowing, those mm-hmm. others are bowing 
bowed in worship. They're bowing in worship. They're they're saying to God, I lay it down to you. This is your time. If I'm not going to sing, I'm I'm sure going to posture myself for you because you deserve that and and you deserve all of that. And I think it's the Lord is trying to tell us us today, you know, he deserves our worship through and through all the time. Um and so when we wake up in the morning, like Jared said, are we saying Jesus or are we saying what did somebody say to me on Facebook? What did somebody say to me on Instagram? Hmm. Who's the new post? How many likes did I get? Are we saying Jesus? Are we saying world? Are we saying yeah. Jesus, I worship you? Or are we saying Instagram, I'm coming and I'm waiting to see what's next? Because guess what? In the end, you will not be satisfied with the results of Instagram. You'll only see numbers and you'll only see what you'll never have. But what you do have is Jesus and he wants to live right inside of you. So if you haven't worshiped the Lord and you... And you've, and you've just kind of fell astray. You've worshipped other things in this time. And you want to come back to the Lord. And, and you just feel like, you know, this is really speaking to your heart that, that you need to come back. And that maybe you've walked away for a bit. Maybe you've put your worship in other departments. But right now, today, you want to come back and lay, it at the, and lay it at the cross. Lay it at the feet of Jesus and say, Jesus, I want to worship you and you alone. And so, so if that's you, we just want to pray for you guys. Just a simple message, um, a message of, of salvation or rededication, you know, it just, if, like I said, if you feel like this is a call for you, just, just bow your heads now and close your eyes and, and just worship the Lord. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we worship you, we praise you, we, we thank you for this time, Lord, we thank you for this gathering, Lord, we thank you for, for all the means of interaction that you've given us, Lord, but, but in the end, Lord, we, we focus on you. Lord, all of the things that have come to be are through you, and so we worship you and you alone. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, come into our hearts now and fill us. Lord, we don't want the world, Lord, but we want you. And so when we wake up in the morning tomorrow, Lord, may we look to you and see your face, Lord. Lord, let your face shine upon us so that we can walk in your way, Lord. Illuminate our lives so that we can walk in your path. Lord, we're, we're, we're done with the old world. We want to lay that aside, Lord. And we want to pick up your cross and bear it and walk forward with you. And so, Lord, will you show us how? Will you open our mouths? Will you give us the words to speak so that we can worship you undoubtedly so that others will see and not only illuminate our lives, but illuminate the lives of those around us, Lord? Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for, the, for all you do. Come and work in me and come and work all through us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, Lord, I just... Lord, worship is all about you, Lord, and we want the heart of worship, God. So, Lord, we come to you, and we just ask that you would you would change our hearts, God. Lord, we just repent now, God. We're, we're sorry, Lord, and we, we just repent for the things that we've done, the things that we have, the way, even the way we've treated worship even to you, God. Maybe we haven't given it all to you, Jesus, but we're coming back to, to you, Jesus. There's that song coming back to the heart of worship because it's all about you, Jesus. Yes. And so, Lord, we just pray right now, God, that our lives would be all about you, Jesus. And, Lord, that worship in our life would just be an expression of, of that, God, that it's all about you. And, Lord, that you would be our all in all, Lord. We, we would want you above anything and everything else, Jesus. Yes. And, Lord, put it put it just in, like, like we were talking about, Lord, just put your, your songs... And the worship, the, the spiritual songs, just put them in our heart and put them on our tongue, Jesus, that we would find time just to worship you however it looks, wherever we are, God, that, that yes. it would just be in us and be mm -hmm. 
and, and overflowing out of us, mm -hmm. Jesus, God. So, Lord, we just pray this in your name, God. And we ask that you would just continue to be with us as we go into worship. Um, we just ask that, that this would be your time, God. We pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, so we're done on this page, but we are not done yet. Our worship service starts in about five minutes. So make sure you log to our NWC main page, go down to the live stream for the Ignite Gathering, and you will see youth worship right on there. And you can join them and, and join live. As for the, the Hangouts, we're going to cancel them tonight. Uh, we won't have them on because we want you guys on Ignite and, and worshiping with the youth. So thanks guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. sorry, Jared. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> just going to say like... Um... We are. We're getting ready to jump in really quick. So, um, but like we said earlier, f make take it serious. Find a space. If that means closing your bedroom door, or going on a walk, or finding a place that you can just worship. I know it's weird. Like we've been doing it yeah. at home. Nick and I have been doing it at home on Sunday mornings. Like worship's weird, you know. So, but let's take it serious. Let's go worship together. Yeah. Right. Amen. See you guys.